You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Welcome back. It's Kapow, the pop cultured podcast. We're here again. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Happy New Year. Again? <laughs> we already did that one. So soon. It's still January. Yeah. True. I think, isn't it? As far yeah, as we know. It is. How's things? How's things going, Cliff? I know how things are going with you, so I won't even ask. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> things are going great. All right. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm Prison Mike. You know why they call me Prison Mike? <laughs> Davis, please sit down. Are you threatening me? I am Cornholio. First sign of youngsters going wrong, you got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. And I'm sitting there with Woody, and uh, I say, I turn to him, and I go, uh, boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Picture it. Sicily, 1939. What are you talking about, Willis? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor. My neighbor. Good I, uh, I'm gonna hit us. We're we're gonna talk some TV today, so I uh, I'm gonna hit us uh, like Jordan did at some point not too long ago with an impromptu top ten. Unauthorized. Oh Unauthorized. my! <laughs> yes, yeah. This is exactly scandal. Top ten that nobody else got to prepare for. I like it. Do okay, it. this was I couldn't figure out where else to fit this, and it felt timely. This was my. Top 10 TV from 2022. I've thought that before. We've never done We've, never done we've got our Oscars. We've got our Poobahs. Yeah. But we don't have our Emmys. We've never done a best of. I think there's just too much. Yeah. TV is just too wide a stratum at the yeah. moment. Well, maybe and we all year. watch different stuff on different channels. And yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're doing this year. Is my unauthorized list, but maybe next year we'll try something else. So just a few uh, um, runners up here. A few, what do they call that? Honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, I like. Oh, and uh, I liked uh, Hot D. House of the Dragon was pretty good. Golden Enjoy- Globe winner. Golden Globe winner. Hot D. Um, like the quantum leap we're about we're started the second half of the first season this year but the first half was good enough to keep me watching i don't know how long before it'll be canceled but uh, uh there was a uh, from the creators of american vandal we have players on paramount plus about a video game team that was pretty good I, I liked uh, Claim to Fame, a new reality show that was really good about people related to celebrities trying to win some money. We had the return of Beavis and Butthead, which was fantastic. I love that. Uh, also on Paramount Plus and The Offer, the uh, show about the making of The Godfather. Really enjoyed that. Um Julia on uh, HBO. I, I like that show about Julia Child. You know, I were, were they going to have another season of that clip? I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard anything. The one season thing or not, but I really like that. Um, uh, Rings of Power, the uh, Lord of the Rings, the the Lot D, 
Um, a lot of art. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, the Lord of the Rings show prequel, I really enjoyed it. Recently watched um, Fleischman is in Trouble on Hulu. That was with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes. And um, shoot, what's her name from Party Down? Uh, you know. Um, oh, I almost had it. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. He's typing. I was going to start this show and Lizzie the Cam- other day, and I have Lizzie yeah, Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. It's a trick show. <clears throat> I never read the book, hmm. but had you ever heard of it, Jordan? Fleischman is in trouble. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the teaser for it. Well, I mean, the book, like it's oh, based, no. based, based on a book. I'd never heard of it, but anyway, yeah, I'm assuming it was popular, but. I had never read it, but the show's like a trick. It's it's not what you think it it, it is. It's it's so I recommend. Fle- it. I thought it was great. Fleischman's it not in trouble. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> just, a twist. It is a twist. Who, do, uh, who would have thought? Fleischman's <laughs> fine. He was fine the whole time. It's all right. <laughs> um, Station Eleven, HBO show. Um, Forgot was, about that one. That's a. Uh, really great show um hey that's the kind of thing i would go back and watch on hbo if it's still yeah, there exactly at some point in the future winning time lakers show we let we all enjoyed that yeah, stranger I, things yeah yeah stranger things uh well, well, these are not the top 10 yet though no oh no, my I'm god reminding us, I'm reminding <laughs> us. this is the bottom wanna, 27 right don't you want to remember all the shows we watched that we enjoyed that was a good year <laughs> I can. I don't have to keep going. You don't like these shows. Uh, let's see. I think the last one out of my top ten was Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. I really like that. About that soccer team. All right, number ten. This is why all our episodes are an hour and a half because there's yeah. so much good TV. To talk I agree. Number ten, The Patient on Hulu with. Donald Gleason and Steve Carell it was a really good show about this like serial killer and he traps his psychiatrist with him so he can get therapy to make him stop killing people. And it's really good. And I thought it ended really well. I was, I thought the ending was clever. So, and that's Steve just, a, Carell, that's just, that's just a one season. Yes. Thing. Yes. Yeah. It's just a one season thing. And it was, Steve Carell was really good in it. And I recommend it. Um, number nine, Yellow Jackets on Showtime. So the feels like uh, what if what if uh, Cliff in Jordan's high school senior class was in a plane wreck, lost style, and tried to eat each other. It's good. Come back in a couple months. Good showtime, I guess. Number eight, Jet Lag, season three. You never heard of it. It's a show on YouTube that is what Amazing Race wishes it was. And uh, check out Jet Lag, season three. It's like three or four episodes. It's just a random YouTube show. That's great. Seven, Atlanta, season four, I guess. I think season three even was probably in... 2022. Yeah, so, there wasn't there wasn't much of a break between. Good stuff. Six, the rehearsal. Nathan Fielder's show on HBO that was weird and super fun for at least most of the time, and he's always thinking out of the box, doing crazy stuff. Number five, Euphoria season two. I really like Euphoria. I had a lot of fun with Euphoria. So a Gold Globe winner Zendaya. Number four, White Lotus season two. Love the first season, love the second season. It's just a great prestige HBO show. Wow. Are we gonna talk are we gonna talk about White Lotus season two Did later on in this show? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'll you didn't like it? Uh, I love it. Uh three. Better call Saul season six. Part two or whatever, I don't know. It's great. Wrapped it up very nicely. 
Uh, number two, first season of Severance on Apple. One of the best season finales I've ever seen. It was great. Um, and number one, Andor. Loved it. Great Star Wars stuff. And that is my top shows of 2022. I mean, can you imagine picking a Star Wars show as the best, you know, no. ahead of all these prestige dramas and, and you know, Emmy, Emmy bait, you know, like they're made to win awards. Like here we get a Star Wars show that's better than any of them. Could never have predicted it. So let's just start it off here, Cliff. What's what's your big problem with White Lotus? No, I don't have a big problem. It's been a little while since I really watched it. Um, I just didn't. I didn't think it held up to season one. Was all. I I I, I, don't, I don't know whether I I I rank them almost perfectly evenly because I love both of them. I don't know that I liked one more than the other. Jen, I think it's Jennifer Coolidge for me. I'm, I'm, I don't like her as much as. Maybe other people do, although she gave a great Golden Globe speech. She yeah. was she is really good, funny on the spot, playing her character. But, but yeah. I, I feel the same. I I think we feel the same way about her. But that doesn't take away from the show for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there, there was there, a good I mystery mean, about what was going to happen. Yeah, her, yeah. I mean, and I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was as nearly. I really liked season one, and yeah. I really felt like if you were going to bring back any of the characters, that is the one I would not have continued on with, but, but yeah, yeah that, that well, was all the, uh, I really liked, I like the mystery of it. It's definitely a, I love that it was week to week. It's, yeah. it's definitely the show, a show that has to be, you have to have that water cooler talk. You got to be able to theorize what's happening. Did they really, did they sleep together? Did they not? What happened? And exactly? maybe that was part of part of my problem with it is because I watched it as my wife binged it. Oh. So yeah. I yeah. had all this time to listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. think about it. And I had a prediction for the final episode that did not happen, so I'll say it. Mm. They because the the first scene in the first episode is one of the main characters from this second season goes out to swim in the ocean and like there's dead bodies floating in the ocean. So yeah. something happened out there in the water yeah. and whether it be murder or accident, what happened? We don't know the whole season. You're going to, that's the mystery as they replay what happened over that previous week or so. But at one point in the season, the guys go out and are jet skiing and they play chicken and then veer off. And then there's some tension later in the season, and I thought, I feel like they're that. My guess was they play chicken again and mm. don't veer off. Mm. Like neither one of them back down. Yeah, and I that's what happens. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, but the, I thought for I was I was convinced that was what was going <laughs> to happen because I thought it was going to be an accident, not a murder type thing. Like I, I didn't know. I felt like they were, you know, leading us down an odd path. I also yeah. thought I also thought that the uh sex worker mm-hmm. that was with that slept with the dad and the son were gonna be was gonna be related to him. Oh. Because she was they were going out on a tour yeah, to right, their right. family and all this. I was like, yeah. Oh <laughs> I was yeah. like, I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah. But I Mike fit- White is Mike White is a, a really good he was on Survivor. The guy, the guy that runs this show, that wrote all this, directs it, and he was at Golden Globes. He, Jennifer Coolidge was like, you know, complimenting on how great a guy he is, and he's like crying. He's super funny and self-deprecating and stuff. I just, I think he's great, uh, but he's very clever in writing this. So I'm, I'm curious if they pull off a third season as well mm. as the first couple. It's just it's just fun TV. Aubrey Plaza was great. Yeah, she was great. I mean, yeah. fantastic. She was so good. And uh, I just, that Theo, whatever his name is, that was in that, I, I thought he was really good. I'd never, he was on some, uh, he was on some show Jesse watched, the time traveler's wife. 
they made a show for HBO, I think it was on, and he was the main character in that. Well, you know, not the title character, but yeah, he was the time traveler, and I thought he was good. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah, I mean, it's a good show. I just, like I said, I just thought season two didn't wasn't as nearly as good for me as well. What you were missing from season two, even though they had a very similar character, you're missing whatever his name is, the guy that ran the hotel. Yeah. The guy that ran the White Lotus, who's in Chippendales. He's in that Welcome to Chippendales. He was such, he became a star in that show. He was was so good. Yeah, he was great. I was kind of surprised they had a very similar Mm -hmm. character as the hotel (laughs) person running the hotel. Right, right. You know, but whatever. Anyway, it's good. What else you guys been watching? Over the last month or two. Well, I signed up for Hulu. All these Hulu shows you're mentioning, I realize I haven't got to. <laughs> well, they had the Black Friday cheap deal, so I signed up for Hulu. That's what I've been watching the most of. Mainly because I wanted to see the second season of Reservation Dogs. The Taika Watiti, Starlin Harjo movie, sitcom dramedy set on a native american reservation still my favorite show on tv i love love this show it took me i didn't realize till I what what was watching um what rewatch willow that that one girl is named alora alora dana yeah <laughs> so this show is very funny but i also usually tear up at least once an episode like it's very sad as well it's uh one of their friend this group of friends of course everybody oh brother cousin uncle how are you doing like they call each other like that yeah it's such a small community so tight-knit everyone is auntie everyone is cousin everyone is brother like it's all you know but one of their group commits suicide so it's all this sort of you know are we ever going to leave here there's a lot of sadness to it, but it's also really funny, the predicaments they get in. And the second season, they explore a little bit more of the older generation. And you realize they were all basically the same. You know, there was a tragedy. One of the kids' moms died in a car wreck when they were young. So, like, you know, you learn this sort of uh, generational trauma sort of thing. So I, I just, I love this show. There's nothing else like it on TV. So it, it cracks me up and and makes me cry so can't can't wish for anything more yeah i haven't finished the second season yet but i'm like halfway through i every once in a while when i finally catch up on everything i'm watching i go (laughs) watch another episode of that yeah i don't like the binge i didn't binge through it because i like to i'm the same way i'll watch an episode and then not watch and watch it for a week or two um i i finished nathan for you which is the, the Nathan Fielder where he started the Comedy Central show it ran for four seasons. Wow. I think they took those off of Hulu. I think they're on HBO. But so I realized that so this is the show he he goes to help, you know, it's very old. It's a long time ago. But yeah, yeah. He, uh, he he goes to help small businesses with ridiculous stunts. And the the longer this show goes, it was it was turning into the rehearsal. Like looking yeah. at it with uh, hindsight, yeah. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of episodes where like he he re you know he he rebuilds a set to you know have somebody practice something or you know he was this was the uh launching meta- ground it for was the, the metaverse show. of uh yeah. of uh nathan fielder so yeah i had just never seen that but i liked the rehearsal so much i wanted to see nathan for you i watched the reboot which i enjoyed this was the uh meta sitcom about bringing a sitcom back from the 90s uh I didn't love it. I liked it well enough, but I just felt like it was almost trying too hard of like, you know, these cheesy old sitcoms. We're like sitcoms are so much different nowadays, but it was still kind of modern family ish. Like that's that's that was my yeah. thing. It's it, like it didn't go forward like it thought it was yeah mm-hmm. it still was doing some of the corny jokes that are almost 10 you know it's not 20 years ago but yeah. it's at least 10 years ago i was i was wanting it to pay pay off the premise you know the the the, the promise of the premise wasn't there like you you <laughs> thought they were going to show this you know more 
current type right or modern thing and they and they just weren't it was like mm. it felt like it was written five or six years ago yeah there's a lot of sitcom misunderstandings and that kind of stuff i i thought paul riser was great yeah he's good he was terrific in that as you know the, the old school tv writer and his daughter was was really good from a I'm blanking on her name, but it was a crazy ex-girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, so I, 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 I like I liked everybody that's in it. I, I would watch the second season for sure. <clears throat> um, I was watching some of the documentaries they have on there, the Vice documentaries. They have the Dark Side of the 90s. I was watching that. It has a bunch of different episodes of, like, you know, the, the internet, you know, the dot-com boom. They had an episode about Beanie Babies and the, <laughs> the rise and fall of the fad and uh, a whole episode about the Seattle grunge movement and sub pop records. So some interesting things from the nineties. Mm. And as I was watching, I was like, wait, dark side of night. Why, why does that ring a bell? And I remember there was that wrestling documentary, dark side of the oh, ring yeah, yeah, yeah. that's run for four seasons. Like, Oh, I've had multiple people tell me I should watch that. So I, I haven't watched every episode, but I've, I've kind of picked and choose a few of the episodes. That That's really interesting. Again, as not someone who's followed wrestling <laughs> since I was eight years old, it's still fascinating to me the behind the scenes stories and the crazy antics and the 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 business side of things behind behind the scenes is has always fascinated me. So there's some really well done episodes of that one. Just watched the two parter about Chris Benoit and murdering his his wife and kid and all the drama leading up to that. So that was very fascinating. And the uh, last thing I watched was 11-22-63, the, the eight-part miniseries based on the Stephen King book, Time Travel Back to that's Stop, literally, the that's my, that's, that's my favorite Stephen King book. Mm. I've read it multiple times. Uh, so I can't of, believe that you watched that show. A lot of James Franco, but I, I Eating I his own face. It. Eating his he, face. Like, much like he swallows his own face, I swallowed my pride and watch James Franco. Why, wait, why can't you believe? I like because of too. James Franco. Because of James Franco, yeah. Oh, that guy. It was good. Again, that that book is huge. So even eight hours, you're gonna have to right trim quite a lot. Because I know in the book he goes back and forth a couple of times, and there's yeah, some false yeah. starts and things that the the show just does not. But then yeah. I won't spoil it if anybody hasn't seen it yet. But like the ending, I didn't. I was like. Surely the book. Di- I couldn't remember how the book ended. I was like, surely I can't remember how the show ended. I know how the book ends, but I can't remember how the show ended. I, I really like surely the-, the. But he, well, he. At the end, he doesn't have a choice. Basically, like um, you know, the, the crux of drama is you have to. Your yeah, hero has to make yeah, a choice, yeah, right? And at the end of this, like the cho- there is no choice. He just does what he has to do. You know, and so yeah. it's like, oh, you could have landed that a little better. And then I looked right. up the wiki. I was like, oh, the book ends exactly the same way. So I, I didn't have a problem with it in the book, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't remember it being like that. I remember the end, the very ending. I know. Not, exactly. not the, but when he goes back to the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And he Awful. learns whether things got better or not. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. At that point, there should be a conflict there. And yeah, it yeah, just yeah. Isn't. I like the girl in the show. Yeah, she was really good. No idea. Yeah, it was it was it was a fine again, just eight episodes. It was it was a pretty good adaptation, fairly mm. faithful to the source material. Good stuff. So I think that's it. I don't I think there's some movies I want to watch still on Hulu, but I my my subscription runs out in about a week. So I think I'm done. I think I got a, two months was about all I needed for Hulu for, <laughs> for now. <laughs> Well, well, I pay for cable, so I get FX and maybe, it, you know, yeah. I, get, I get all did the you, network stuff. So, I, did you either of you watch the Chippendale show? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, I absolutely uh, uh, watched that show, and yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, it was it was fine. Um, I don't know. I th- I would say it was a little better than fine. It was something something different to watch, but uh, Kamel Nanjiani. I thought was really good in it, and uh, well, they really try. They failed to hide how ripped he is. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, they did. I feel like they could have done better. Like, it put just throwing a suit on him makes him look 
even bigger. He's going like to burst he just out looks of it. Like he's blasting out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how about you loosen the freaking suit up? <laughs> like, geez, he looked like he was about yeah. to bust out. And he, he looked pretty good in that suit. Like he was suit. Full, fully engorged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it fine. I did not love it. A lot of yeah. people liked it better than I did. I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was great. Know. But it was, I don't know, it was, I felt like it was as good as a lot of other stuff I've watched over the last year, so. Yeah, which I basically, can... the this is about the guy that started Chippendales, and, and uh, you know, they base it I, mostly I think, on the true story. Uh, yeah, and I think that's what kept me I didn't know about the it. murders, the Chippendale right. murders. Well, I didn't know that was a thing, but I apparently, you know, that, that was a thing. There was these Chippendale murders, you know, and it's like, what happened? And I, so when it made that turn, I was like, that's about the time I heard about that. I was like, what? Yeah. Well, I did not know this. And, yeah. That's definitely what kept me watching. Cause I was just like, I had no idea. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, for, was, I, I don't know what else to say about yeah. it other than it's a, it's, I, I enjoyed recommend it. it. I'm not. I'm not recommending it to anyone. If if like like someone like Jordan, he has a week left of Hulu. If mm-hmm. I was gonna say watch one show on there. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'd have a hard time picking either watch The Patient or watch Fleischman is in Trouble. Like those are both great. I I, I mean, but that's about it. I I, I wouldn't recommend Chippendales. I would recommend. I thought of especially somebody you know does like those period pieces or I flashing like that's back to the eighties. Really, about and... all that going for it is like, <laughs> like I'm a sucker for yeah, watching a period piece, yeah. like watching everybody in the appropriate yes. outfits and doing the dances and and the guy, yeah, the Nick Fuentes or whatever that guy's mm. name is, the guy that what was uh, from the White Lotus that was the choreographer was good right. He was for really a good. while. For yeah. a while, then the second half of the show just gets so petty and not fun. <clears throat> yeah, like it was way more fun at the beginning. Yeah, and it, when you know, when Dan Stevens is there for an episode, and, uh, and Juliet Lewis know, is just, running around playing her crazy self, I was like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." <laughs> she's way better in Yellow Jackets. Watch Yellow Jackets, everyone. If you have Hulu, get get Showtime instead. Um, but yeah, so well, they, Showtime was on sale too at the beginning of the year. I was like, but well, I've already got Hulu. I don't. Need- I should have got it because I, I, I'm like, I'm gonna get it this week because I need to rewatch everything over all at once and then be ready for Yellow Jackets. So, um, so yeah, Chippendales. Uh, the other thing I watched over the last Chippendales. That's a better Chippendale. Um, <laughs> no, back to, uh, back over on HBO max, um, for whatever reason, it took me a while, but I finally watched season three and everything that's been released of season four of doom patrol. Talk about something uh-huh. DC's done, right? The project you'll be interfacing with is highly classified. Over a year ago, we conceived of a creature that could be bred as a weaponized force of nature. Let me guess. It worked. Well, a woman who kisses on the very first date is usually a hussy. And a woman who kisses on the second time out is anything but fussy. But a woman who waits till the third time around and the clouds fade on the ground. She's the girl you're glad you found. She's your shabooby. What the yeehaw f- um, man, this show is so good. I can't recommend this enough, like to everybody, whether you like DC, right. or it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Save the f***ing world. Daddy's home, shit lickers! It's, it's everything, it's, it's everything I love about D, uh, uh, just you know those weird DC characters um, that aren't Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and the Justice League and all that. They're weird and they're they're not always good or usually not good. Um, and the whole superhero stuff doesn't ever really matter. It's just technically there. 
Um, most of these stories, I think, come from Grant Morrison's run on, on Doom Patrol. But it's just about, you know, it's about family and relationships and mental health and all of these things that that everybody is talking about and interested in now and paying attention for a change. And this show does it so well. And, you know, Brendan Fraser's having his big comeback and it kind of started, I feel like personally, it kind of started with, you know, him playing Robot Man in, in Doom Patrol. And uh, um, it's just, I think it's so different than the other stuff. You know, Titans is not very good at all. Um, that that HBO's done with DC, you know, Swamp Thing didn't last and... Maybe it was okay, but it didn't make it. And and here we are on halfway through season four of this show. And I really hope it goes on for a little bit. Not longer than it should, but do, I hope it finds an actual audience before, before it's gone. Because it's just, I feel like, so needed and so different um, if you like superhero, superhero shows. That there's a big audience out there for it that just doesn't know it exists or they don't know who the characters are or where to start with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how many people are watching it, but everyone I know who watches it loves it. Yeah. And, it's and, amazing. And evangelizes about it. So again, the quantity or the quality over the quantity. Yes. So, and, and yes, you know, this, one. like I said, the story isn't, you know, the superhero story isn't, the always the important stuff in this series but it's even that like the story has moved along and it it's worked so well in conjunction because it's just about these characters and and, and their struggles um as, as just people and it's very very relatable today to the some of these characters and, and whether for all ages whether you're you know, uh, a tween or a teenager or just, you know, a, a 65 or 70 year old adult, uh, much like some of these characters are. So they don't, uh, they don't shy away from, from, you know, using that and, and the fact that these characters have been around for 70 years and they don't shy away from that in the story. They work it in there and make it work. And, and I just love it. I've just been hesitant for the exact same reason I've never read the comics because that's all I know about them is how weird it is. And I know Grant Morrison had a very experimental head trippy mm -hmm. kind of storytelling. I was like, I know the show's going to be the same thing. And I don't know, for me, a little of that goes a long way. So I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something, but I've just been, I've drugged my feet so long now to even start this. Show. <laughs> what about the bad batch cliff? Mm, yes, I've seen all. We're back, baby. Yeah, three episodes have been released. Um, as oh, really? Of now. I've only watched two. I've watched first first two <clears throat> drop. Yeah, uh, yeah. The third episode. Yeah. Um. So, right, we're back. Um, things have you know they're still out on their own, and uh, they've changed up the the their their armor, their uniform a little bit this year. Um, noticed that right away. Got to make some toys. Got to make some. That's right. <laughs> you got to have variants. <laughs> I mean, why um, else would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, <sighs> how else do you explain why they have some blue and orange? And yeah, whatever. they, they added like, a little bit of like, color. Yeah, you got to make some toys. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, as far as the story, they they were pretty much just dark gray and black, you know, you know, stormtrooper uniforms or clone uniforms uh, before. Red, but, red, red. Yeah, they had some red in there. They've lightened them up up a little bit, but yeah, it's just mainly toys. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it it just feels like we picked up where we left off. Now, this week's episode is one of those episodes um, that's a little different, doesn't focus on Clone Force 99 so much as it is a Crosshairs episode. And uh, it's got Good. a pr pretty... I mean, I, yeah. All I, thought about, all I thought about the first two episodes was, what is Crosshairs do Crosshair doing right now? I got yeah. I got to see it. Uh, well, I, I'm excited about this season. I honestly think there's good directions to go here. So yeah. Do you know I'm who the big cameo is? Do. No, I don't know. Anything. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just, I, I, am, I don't watch 
anything anymore <laughs> except <laughs> when something comes out. So, but I I have no possibilities in my mind where I think it could go. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Like mm-hmm. they they have they realize they're going to have to be proactive, even though the you know we I've only watched the first two episodes, but just know it you know that the how devalued the clones are right even the even the good the the obedient clones it's like it's all about making that transition to mm. these this new type of stormtrooper and it's like wow this could really go this could really get uh deep yeah you know, absolutely I'm, I'm i'm curious where they what they do yeah it, it's did you so, i know what i want to i want to know oh. did you watch any of those tales of the jedi yeah i watched them all i loved those mm-hmm. i hated the first one and i loved all the rest <laughs> yeah. of them it was like all this dooku stuff that we never got to see before it's like all that stuff that was left out of the prequels that now is just a huge mistake when you see all this mm-hmm. this good fleshed out dooku yeah. stuff filling like, in wow the gaps. what a great character that i knew didn't know any of this you know yeah. love a good fleshed out dude oh man <laughs> nothing better that and a butthole go together <laughs> but yeah even you know the the clone to stormtrooper thing it, it is interesting because it was just something that you know they just never really addressed before and and when the prequels came out and and we got that uh, <laughs> we we got you know finally figured out what the clone and clone wars was um yeah how did we get to how did we get these stormtrooper guys that aren't clones so so that's interesting I- what do you need rex any chance i could use you for a mission rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the order they are traitors like the Jedi you made the wrong choice we are not the enemy the Republic that time is over all those missions together and you threw it away we make our own choices I I really enjoy the show I, I the animated stuff is always good to me. Um, you know, we joke around about Dave Filoni and he's got his hands and kind of everything. Star well, it's, Wars. It's what's funny is you like, and, I, and I'm curious. Yeah. Like where we'll go, we'll get us, we're going to get this Ahsoka stuff and we're going to get all, you know, in live action, we're going to get all these, all these animated characters yeah. that we've been watching are going to come to life. And you don't see that very often. I, I'm so and they're invested in it. it's happening like it's yeah. so star warsy it's like you got the star warsiest creators involved in this after we just come off a guy that didn't really know star wars from adam and doing my favorite show last mm-hmm. year yet i'm still i'm excited to see the, go back to this version also i i, I was kind of curious if i was going to be ruined for it mm-hmm. like it would and or ruin me for for the yeah. Star Wars that is like no all the nitty gritty, all the details. I I feel like there's a almost we've gotten to the point where there's a Star Wars out there for everybody because you yeah. know like man the Mandalorian season three is coming up here very soon and mm. I'm I'm starting to like really get excited about that and you know even that show and uh, is, is very different than Andor that I absolutely adored. And I just had some of my absolute favorite Star Wars things ever in them. But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's just there's something out there for everybody, you know, as far as Star Wars goes right now. I can't wait for the Ahsoka show. I I don't like it. I don't trust it. Star Wars (laughs) should just be for me. (laughs) Not for everybody. (laughs) Enough of this everybody stuff. (laughs) Yeah. What else you watching, Jordan? Anything? Uh, Cliff, did you watch Stargirl season three? I have not watched it yet. I watched, I think, the first episode, and okay. I haven't gone any. If you happen further. to have any free time, you should yeah. get to it. Okay, I will get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I uh, I, um, so- I I did watch some of the uh, the last season of Titans, and I am struggling to get through every single episode. I think I've watched three episodes, and it's not good um, thus far. And I every time I watch an episode, I sit there and I'm like, why Why am I wasting my time with this crap? So there's got to well, be the, something better. The- the final season of Flash is just about to start, so yep. that we're about to wrap up the whole CW Arrowverse that we've had consistently oh for how many years now. So this is we're at the tail end of the DC world on the CW, but the ass yeah. end. Right. <laughs> so Star the Girl, the Star Girl. <laughs> the first two seasons were pretty beloved. People really liked Star Girl. Yeah. So this one, again, another just 13-episode season, self-contained, subtitled Frenemies, because a few of the people who were bad guys in the previous season, Courtney sees the hope and the potential in them, and they could maybe you know change their ways and become better. So this season wasn't working for me. Really? I still, I still like the characters. I'm still interested in the story. But just there were some things that were just like, all right, this is kind of, meh. it was just mm. kind of dragging. But by the end, I'm not going to call it a twist because that it's not a Shyamalan, you know, whatever. But it something changes and kind of recontextualizes what you were watching. Hmm. And you're like, oh, that's what they were doing. And all of a sudden it got really, really good. Hmm. So it ends on a very strong note. And actually, maybe kind of want to go back and rewatch some stuff because I'm like, oh, maybe I was, maybe I didn't get what was going on because it was a very clever sort of uh, well, shift in the storytelling. So I, I, I would say I was not won over, but by the end, it ended very, very strong. So if if this is the last we see of Star Girl, it ended on a very positive. I had seen some stuff as as that last few episodes rolled out of kind of the cast and and crew i think were not happy about being canceled and so quickly and and kind of had expressed that you know there was maybe more to be told but and i think that's kind of why like i knew it was last season and then i I just didn't jump on board with it so i'll get around to it though hey what what's your dad gonna do about direct tv sunday ticket yeah it's moving over to youtube tv i i meant to ask him the other day and i forgot because i he probably doesn't know that but um he's gonna be pissed he he's gonna be because let me tell you once he got a little taste of that sunday ticket i mean he's had it ever since and i'm just like every year i'm like why are you paying all this money for that And he's like so i can watch all the games and i was like all right like well that's all that i i don't we haven't heard price points yet but YouTube so TV freaking made the move, and yeah. what's happening? Direct TV is gonna die. Yeah, basically. their their contract they they've always had the NFL Sunday Ticket, which is, um, you essentially every Sunday you get every NFL game across the country. You're able to watch it, and so people like that's that like I think Jared has some has uh, Direct TV, yeah. and and like. A lot of people have it only because that of that. Yeah, the major. And so thing. it is the boon of having Directv, and like people, people, you know, they just got and, and you know bought out. But yeah. you know, YouTube made the better bid, and now that's going to be available to everybody. You don't have to have a freaking satellite. Oh, so you're going to be able to subscribe to Sunday yeah. Ticket. Just on its own, as as its I own would guess, thing. There's a possibility that you still have to subscribe to YouTube TV. I imagine it. you will, yeah. but it's it maybe not. Who we haven't heard any price points but, yet. But I mean, whatever it is, it's probably cheaper than Directv yes. and having a satellite and all that garbage. It um, this isn't something that just came out of the out of nowhere either. Like everybody knew years ahead. Hey, Directv, their contract is up with the NFL. And it's going to be a bidding war because most people had anticipated the thing going to Amazon, especially after Amazon got involved with the Thursday night games. They were like, oh, it's going, it's got to go to Amazon. So it really surprised me when, <laughs> when the announcement came out, YouTube TV. And I was like, uh, really? Like, what, what is this going to look like? What does this mean? What's it going to I'm cost? I'm excited. Yeah. 
I'm excited because it's a it's an option. It's an option that wasn't an option before. I'm not yeah. getting Direct TV. Yeah. And and so I don't know that I this I mean highly unlikely I would get it, but it's a lot closer to re, a real option if yeah there was we're having this great season right and it's like I gotta be able to see everything you know I could do it I can't I'm not gonna do Directv so well you know Brett, honestly I I'm I'm loving the option I'm doing right now. But yeah, I mean, you know, my, my VPN is, is pretty dope. Let's, let's not forget that we're Cleveland fans and we don't really ever have to worry about, you know, having a good season. That's so that's true. No biggie. No, well, I just saw the headline today about baseball. Did you see any of that? No, what's they just going? hired a guy. Uh, MLB announced this week it has hired longtime regional sports network executive Billy Chambers for the newly created position of executive vice president of local media. One of MLB's goals is to create a national product that will combine local rights with its extra innings and MLB TV packages. So they are finally trying to figure out how to avoid all this blackout nonsense and getting some way to let you watch the games you want to watch. So they've hired a guy who has like that's his specialty is like streaming rights and and, and wow. that kind of stuff. Believe so, it when like, I see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I hope I see it because yeah. you know, it, it, I feel like it only takes one. Like somebody to get one sport to get their shit together, and the rest of them will be like finally be like, oh wow, we you know, that's what people want. Until then, I'm gonna be Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Yeah, I have Sudden Link, which changed to Optimum, and I don't eat, you know, I, CAS Cable just came to my area, and, like, I, I haven't, because I get Reds games on Optimum, so I haven't even looked at switching or if I could get yeah. a better price somewhere else, because yeah. that's that's my main yeah, if that, my main yeah, reason for sticking there. So. Absolutely. As long as you're getting it, don't no reason to change. I hate change. But I finally, like, when I made myself, you know, once – the calves were interesting all of a sudden. And the, I know that I got good guardians baseball coming up. I'm like, this has to happen. So hopefully my MLB subscription will work as good as my NBA league passes with this VPN. I oh, just, just got an email. My optimum statement is now available. Good. You can pay. We want to make let sure. You know. Let's make sure they haven't raised the price. Nope. We're still what I paid last month. Good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Don't have to call anybody. <laughs> my heart skips every time I get that email because I'm like, oh, they're going to raise my price because that's the, they have a bad Cliff, reputation. We, we still live out of city limits, right? Yeah, we're out of city. Barely, but yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I looked at the map today. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like they carved us out. Like, yeah. Just you and <laughs> it, me. It really is. <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing. Well, this is kind of, I sh this is probably should be off air, but. I I uh we switched to a new uh like pay system or whatever and they charged me for Marietta City taxes. Uh, oh, like, they yeah, okay. They and I was like, but... "No, I, yeah. I I called them down. I was like, "No way." I was like, "I don't live or work in Marietta." Yeah. They were like looking she was looking she's like, "Yeah, I have no idea why they're doing this." We're in like, um oh. we're in Marietta Township. Yeah. But we are not in the city limits. Nope. No. I, I just know that recently they were redistributing the wards, and I just want to make sure they didn't redraw any lines. Nope. Not as far yeah. as I know. So, so uh, good. That's not, I don't want to pay that 40 bucks a month they were mm -hmm. freaking took out of my check this time. I was like, no. Yeah. I got yeah, TV they to really... pay for. <laughs> well, Marietta. Cliff took care of that problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marietta really gets you coming <laughs> and going. Get you because, anymore. Yeah. Not taking it out of my check. <laughs> like it's not, <laughs> it's not even like, um, you, you don't even have to work in Marietta or, you know, if you work or live either, or they're going to charge yeah. you. That. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't do either. So screw off. <laughs> and I, it only costs five bucks to work in Parkersburg. Or where's that money going? Because they won't fix a, a sidewalk that they 
that they destroyed two years they ago. They put so a he, shoe there in the hole. <laughs> the shoe has been dealt with. The shoe is in the trash. <laughs> what did it the, say in the, the shoe? shoe saga? It said no parking. It was like the brand <laughs> of the shoe. <laughs> oh, I knew it was something very meta. I was like, what the heck? Why does the yeah. shoe that set so one, one delightful parking? morning right outside my store was one shoe, like my own personal Cinderella. Someone had lost their shoe the night before, and it was just sitting on the curb. And it, it sat there for quite a long time. I was just waiting to see what would happen with this shoe. Sadly, nothing did. Yeah, I walked up. It was like sitting there on the edge of the concrete. I looked down in it and it said no parking. And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, this is a really weird shoe." And I did. I did think I don't want to find the foot that <laughs> goes in the shoe. <laughs> Um, hmm. That's about all I got. Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, it's a strange holiday season. There's not a whole lot of stuff premiering, but uh, we'll always try to find the best of the best to, to review and uh, recommend for you out there. I believe we got a big episode coming up next. Yeah. yeah. For the 2022 Pooba Awards. So do not miss that. We're going to talk about all the best films of last year. And plenty more where that came from. Check out our Patreon. Yes. Check out our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Come say hello to us. And uh, we'll catch you next time. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Tuckwatch. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.